Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. How to order your dinner. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. When we start talking about firing and all this, kills us in the credit, you know, it does. And especially when we fabricate stories and put it out, it, it kills us in recruiting. And when we give opinions about who's coming in and all those type things, it, it kills us. Patterson had it, lost it, taken away, intercepted, Walcott down the sideline, touchdown Arkansas! There's your turnover, there's your defensive touchdown, Walcott just stripped it. Pogs up by 11, Jefferson. Gets the snap, Dominique straight ahead, big hole, he's going to score. 10, 5, touchdown Arkansas. Dominique Johnson, 31 yards and a touchdown. With John Neighbors and Joe Franklin on 103.7 The Buzz. Welcome in Out of Bounds here on 103.7 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Kyle Sutherland filling in for Joe Franklin today, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios. And we always appreciate you joining us each and every afternoon this afternoon. And we got a lot to get to today here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services. So, since we want to hear from you, Call or text in at 501-661-1037. You can get after us in the Asher Record Life and Feedback, after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we will have best and worst of the weekend. We'll highlights and lowlights for everything that happened over the sports weekend. We'll also have L. Ellis, Razorback guard, joining us in the 3 o'clock hour. Thanks to Matt Black Allstate Insurance, which the Razorback basketball team dropped a game over the weekend. So, yeah, definitely have to discuss that But uh, we'll get to everything that happened with football, too. College football, NFL, all the storylines, and everything to go along with it. And I know, like, on today, as it's going to be a shorter week with Thanksgiving and everything coming up, it's it's an interesting one because today, where we sit, you have one more game for Razorback football, and you heard over the highlights there that they were able to take care of business against FIU. But it's almost secondary because of the fact that you have Sam Pittman, remaining on as head coach of the University of Arkansas Razorback football team for at least one more year. That is confirmed. No more speculation. No more, oh, maybe, maybe not. No, who do you want to hire? No more of that. It's over with. It's done. Sam Pittman is your guy. And it is going forward. So this was made very clear from the get-go by Hunter Yurichek, the athletic director for the University of Arkansas, because he is the one that made the statement, which I was wondering if he ever would or how long it would take for it to happen. But let's just walk through the timeline real quick. This all happened yesterday. We're in the morning. 24-7 Sports, which which is at least the first outlet that I saw reporting it, stated that Arkansas athletic director Hunter Yurichek informed Razorback players and staff last night after their game against FIU that he's sticking with Sam Pittman as the team's next head coach. And then you had Hunter Yurichek, a few hours later, put out a statement that says this, quote, Our team was extremely excited last night after the game when I informed them that Coach Pittman is our head coach and will be moving forward into the 2024 season. This has not been the season any of us anticipated. We have work to do. I am confident that together we can meet the goals and expectations of our program, I want to thank the many Razorback fans who have supported our team this season. I look forward to honoring the seniors and cheering on the team on Friday as we take on Missouri. So it doesn't get any more plain than that. It doesn't get any more confirmed than that. Sam Pittman is staying on. Now, we have the reactions that are going to come in today from this. Because I know a lot of you have your thoughts and opinions. Some of you may be in favor of it, saying, hey, I like that. I like keeping Sam Pittman. He... He needs another year. We want to see where this goes. Some of you may be saying, you know what? I'm in wait-and-see mode. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. We'll see what he does with the staff. We see what he does with the roster. Maybe, just maybe, it can all work out. And there are some of you that are just so pissed off that you want to burn the entire thing to the ground. You want Hunter year check fire too for even having the thought of bringing Sam Pittman back for another season. Well, let me tell you where I'm at with this whole thing. 
Because I have been someone who's been pretty patient with Sam Pittman. I've been patient with the football program. I've tried to look at most things when it comes to Razorback sports as a glass-half-full type of guy, maybe an ultimate optimist, a fanboy, if you will. But the one thing that I have not really appreciated in this whole process is the handling of it. And by the handling of that, I mean the, what Sam Pittman has said and how he said it. I know that the guys on The Zone were talking about the, the journalism side of things. And now he talked about, oh, the media and speculation and uh, you know how tough it is to deal with and, and everything. You know, that's, that's one thing, okay? But the other thing is that you have a guy like Sam Pittman <laughs> who also is sitting back and has the audacity to say, I don't understand why I have to keep answering these questions about my job. I don't know, understand why i got to keep answering these things about what, what's going on. Like, what do you mean what's going on? You're the head coach of an Arkansas Razorback football team that has four wins. Four. And is probably only going to have four wins. I don't think you're beating Missouri. It'd be nice. It'd be fun. But I don't think you're beating Missouri. And you're coming off of a year where you went seven and six. So back-to-back years that haven't gone well, and yet you don't understand why you need to keep answering questions about your job and your job security. Really. Okay. Let's go back to last season, shall we? Arkansas went seven and six. They won the Liberty Bowl, and they beat Kansas. They finished with a winning record. Fine. But I remember very, very, very distinctly Sam Pittman saying himself after that game and after that season ended that he considered that year to be a disappointment. It was a disappointing season. That's what he said, going 7-6. and six. So what is this year? If last year was a disappointment to Sam Pittman, what is it this year? Well, you may say it's a disappointment. I'll say it's a failure. So this year was a failure. You didn't make a bowl game. You're more than likely going to finish with only four wins. You're going to go four and eight with returning so many pieces from last year's team that were so important and having an improved defense. You're going to go four and eight. So if that's the case, and going off of your words, Sam Pittman, you said that last year was a disappointment, and I'm going to call this one a failure, and hopefully you would too. You're talking about back-to-back seasons that's been disappointing and a failure. And yet you think, and you, or at least you don't understand, why you people are asking you questions about your job. You, you don't understand why you got to keep asking the question. Because let's be honest. Hunter Yurichek doing what he did in the statement that he put out when he did had nothing to do, and at least in my opinion, had nothing to do with a matter of, oh no, this is how it's been the whole time, I'm all in on Sam Pittman. I'm just making a statement because of that report coming out and you know, Rod Gilmore talking about those things that he said, oh, uh, you know, he was told that he's, now he has no problem with keeping his job and everything. No, you put that statement out after the FIU game because Arkansas won. Because if Arkansas had lost that game, it's over with you and you're moving on. That's why you put out the statement. And that's why people kept asking you, Sam Pittman, is because there was no statement. There was no... There was no nothing. Like you just had to deal with what you had in front of you. So, I'll say this about Sam Pittman staying on another year. I'm not livid. I'm not upset. I don't think it's just the world's coming to an end for Razorback fandom. I, I, I'm not going to that stretch. But if you are one of those fans, I'm, I'm not going to fight you on it. I'm not going to fight you on it if you wanted him fired or if you wanted to move on. I'm not going to argue with you about, about it. Because I was one of those, and I'll, I'll own what I said. I said before this year started that if Sam Pittman did not make a bowl game this year, I felt like he needed to be fired. I said that. And they're not going to make a bowl game. And now it's a matter of next year is do or die. you got a tough schedule. You're gonna, you better overhaul the offense. You better bring in new coaching staffs on that offense. You better retain the players that you need to keep for next season. And you better hit that transfer portal hard. I don't even care about high school recruiting right now. I mean, I know it's important, but for Sam Pittman's sake, he better just go all in on that portal because he doesn't need help in developing players. He needs help right now and guys that can help him win next season immediately right off the bat. So, you know, I'm kind of torn in this situation. I don't mind that he's staying, but I also have an issue with how it's all been handled and how it's all been talked about, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think so too, Kyle. Let me get your mic turned on. Oh, that, I, was say, I was like, I couldn't hear you. Let's do that. No, Let's no, that. no problem. I was, I was going to say that I think you are spot on that this is a failure this year. It's not disappointing. It is an absolute failure. Look, there's all these things that we could point to, but at the end of the day, yes, you you can't continue to go backwards like that from nine to seven to now four. I think, too, more than anything, we're going to debate all offseason, and especially right now while it's fresh, whether he should be back or not. But he definitely needs to get a PR coach. Mm -hmm. I do feel like that because he is not the greatest at his delivery to the media. Now, I do appreciate how brutally honest he is a lot of times, but when you say that you don't know what's going on, which we've talked about that for a while, and then also the whole thing with... Now, I will say as far as the recruiting, I know that him saying that it hurts recruiting as far as some of the rumors that have been put yeah. out and everything, and people have been upset about that. I, I will say that I have talked to, without mentioning names, I have talked to a recruit's father, and that does put them on edge when they start seeing stuff like that, regardless of, of where it's from. So there is some validity to that, to what Pittman said as far as recruiting, but I do think more than anything... Not more than anything, but one thing he definitely needs to do is get a PR coach and work on his delivery and things that he says to the media. Yeah, because to me, that's fine That if he feels that way, and then I agree with you totally that, yes, it does impact recruiting. I'm, I'm not naive enough to think that it doesn't. But my whole point is, is like if you, if you felt like that was hurting recruiting, then what you should have done is gone up to Hunter Yurichek from the get-go and say, hey, you got to nip this in the bud. You better come out right now and back me. You better come out right now and say, I'm the guy. But when they didn't, when he didn't, yes, you're going to have speculation. Yes, you're going to have people talking about things. So, again, it's this isn't the media's fault. This isn't the fans' fault or anything like that. You, as the head coach, needs to come out, and you can say all day long, well, I'm going to keep my job, but you should have gone to Hunter Yurichek, or at least Hunter Yurichek should have said, okay, we're going we're gonna to stop this right now. We're going to keep any sort of recruiting problems happening, coming out right now and saying he's our guy. Instead of waiting till well, let's see after the FIU game, and then you come out. Like, it's just, and again, it, it was all over the place, and I did not like the way it's been handled. And now, at least for our sake and for everybody's sake, it's done where we can stop having people call in and say, hey, who, this is who I want to hire. Like that, that at least is nice for me because we could spend eight hours a day fielding phone calls about who people want to hire as a coach. But that's not the case because Sam Pittman is your coach, whether you like it or not. He's the coach next season. He's the guy. But we'll just have to wait and see how it all plays out for Arkansas moving forward. And it's just, yeah, it's just a wild deal. It's a wild deal overall. Either way, we got a lot to get to here today, but we got a lot of people that are already calling in and texting in and everything. So let's try to work through a few of these and start off with John, who is in Little Rock. What's up, John? What's up, guys? So, man. Uh, so, so, so a couple of things. One. Yeah, he, 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 he could have probably handled it better, but honestly, what is he supposed to do? He's the coach. He does not have anything in his power about whether or not he's going to be fired or not other than winning games. There's not a soul in this state that doesn't think that this uh, season was a failure. The question is, is, do you let a coach have a failure, or do you chop him off right there? And if we keep chopping off every time we have a failure of a season, we are going to be in a perpetual cycle of rotating coaches, and we will never get anywhere. Two, yeah, it could be some of the media's fault. You know, a, a blog associated with the Buzz Radio Network had him gone last Sunday. No, right? I didn't see. So I didn't. I didn't know anything about that. Who? The hog talk. Oh, see, I didn't even know anything had, about that. Well. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just, anyway, I'm just saying I just didn't know. I, I'm, that's all I'm saying. What, what I am saying is that people were reporting him gone last Sunday. So that, that's, that's, you know, sources on the Hill, and then they had to make a retraction. So there has been a lot of speculation out there. I think you had to wait after the FIU game. I think that if you don't win the FIU game, you have to get rid of them then. That was a make or break. It should never be a make or break game, but that had to have been, right? I mean, yeah, you can say – all right, you give me a plan, you tell me how you're going to write the ship, and, and, and I'll take your word for it, and we'll write this off as a year, but your, your butt's on the line next year. But if he loses to FIU, gone. I mean, I, that, that's a Chad Morris situation right there. He's already gotten a big uh, offensive lineman out of Michigan State today in the, in the transfer portal. We'll see how he is. But the thing is, is by not rushing this and giving it another year, you have more time to vet some candidates, which – 
You know, if your check is as good an AD as everybody else in the country should be, right, he has a list anyway that he always keeps on himself. Two, it signals to somebody, because next year is undoubtedly a, a make-or-break year. I think everybody is in uh, understanding of that, that if this happens next year, he's gone. I mean, it's not a let's wait until the end of the season. It's a he's gone, right? So, But that giving grace the one extra year gives uh, any coach that we would be going after the confidence that we're not going to pull the trigger on him the first time he screws up. And then finally, like it or not, he did get us to nine wins. He has the ability somewhere to do some good. Let's see if he learns from it this year and uh, and puts together something next year. I, I think that if it's painful again next year, it's still going to be less uh, painful than if we had rushed this and screwed up another hire and found ourselves in, in the same situation in three years. I'm happy he's coming back. I think it's a good thing, but, I mean, this next year is it for him. So we'll see how it goes. Well, appreciate the phone call, John, and appreciate your thoughts. Yeah, and again, I'm not going to fight you on that either. If that's what you believe, that's fine. I have no problem with people wanting Sam Pittman back and feeling good about Sam Pittman coming back. I'm just telling you from my perspective, I'm going to have to see a lot. I'm going to have to see a lot here this offseason. And I think Rangerback fans deserve to be shown a little bit of like, okay, you're going in on Sam Pittman, you're feeling good about Sam Pittman, so... Show them something, whether it's a great offensive staff, great transfer portal class, uh, whatever it is, give them reasons to be excited because if you don't have any sort of reasons to be excited, whether you don't have a great portal showing or if you don't have a great offensive staff that's going to get people excited, next season, heading into the season, the excitement level may be at one of those all-time low situations. So it's just a matter of can you give the Razorback faithful hope that it's all going to be good to go. That's the key. Let's go to Jim, who's in Searcy. What's up, Jim? I want to say my piece about this, and it, I, in my opinion, it doesn't make any difference if Ben Lombardi is reincarnated and comes back as a coach. Arkansas football is what it is. Look at the Southeast Conference records since they've been in the Southeast Conference. The best that I can see that they're ever going to do is win six or seven games and then have that good year that you were talking about and win nine games, but that's going to be very, very rare. And when Oklahoma and Texas come in next year, all it's going to do is just get tougher. Mm-hmm. Why do the fans think that Razorback football is going to be any different? We might as well accept it for what it is, and it is what it is, and it's never going to win it. They're never going to win a championship in the Southeast Conference or Puerto West or whatever. They're never going to play in the championship game. And it's just not going to happen because look at the record up until now, and if you think that changing coaches is going to change things, it won't. It's going to be exactly the same thing that it is now. Six wins, seven wins in a good year, and maybe have that extraordinary good year and win eight games. Okay, well, I'd like to hear your all's comments on it. All right. Well, appreciate it, Jim, and thanks for calling in. I, I, I disagree with you on the front. I, I agree with you in principle as far as you saying that, hey, it's it, this is the expectation for Razorbacks football because I have said many times that I feel like six to eight wins on average and then on that three, four, five-year occasion get to that nine, ten win range is about what you expect, and I think that's fair. But the problem is, is that this year you got four wins. And this team is better than four wins. It's not, it's not a talent issue. Like, yes, the offensive line is not great. We know that. But you can't sit there and tell me that the talent on this team is the worst in the SEC West and possibly second to worst in the entire SEC. You just can't convince me of that. It should have been better than this. That's, that's the whole point. But I, I get what you're saying. I, I just don't want to do it that way. You know, I don't, I don't want to look at it that way. Just be like, hey... We're, you're never going to win an SEC title game. No, I don't want to view it that way. I don't want to view that way at all. I think it can happen. Is it likely? No. But I'm not. no one's mad about this year because you're not winning a national championship. People are mad this year because you're not going to a dadgum bowl game. Like, that's the issue. You're not going to a bowl game. 
That's the problem. We got to take a break, though. We keep those phone calls and those messages coming, folks, because I know uh, there's a lot to be going on right now, and we're going to try to get through it all on a reaction Monday. Uh, presented by Fleet Management Services. So 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. We'll get to more of those reactions because, uh, again, it's it's what it's all about. It's therapy session here on this Monday of Thanksgiving and just feeling like you feel about Sam Pibbin, about the Razorback football program moving forward and why he is or why he's not the guy that you want to choose. But we'll get to all that and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Stay with us. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Center. Arkansas took care of business versus FIU on Saturday, winning 44-20, but the biggest news coming out of the game was the announcement that Sam Pittman will return as head coach next year. Arkansas Athletic Director Hunter Yurichek made a post on social media yesterday saying, quote, Coach Pittman is our head coach and will be moving forward into the 2024 season. This has not been the season any of us anticipated. We have work to do. I'm confident that together we can meet the goals and expectations of our program, end quote. Arkansas will finish their season on Friday when they host Missouri at 3 p.m. Coverage for that game will be on the buzz. And Monday Night Football will feature the Chiefs hosting the Eagles. Coverage for that game can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. It's the sale you've been waiting for all year long. Black Friday at Big O Tires. Up to $140 instant savings on select sets of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper and Sumitomo tires. Instant savings and rebates on almost every tire we stock. Get ready for cold weather with huge savings on service too. Plus, 0% interest when you use your Big O credit card, which will leave a little something in Santa's pocket this Christmas. Lesson for offensive lineman Josh Braun, Tuesdays this football season on Out of Bounds. Josh Braun is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? Ford, Chevy, Dodge, service trucks to delivery vehicles, suspensions and after-treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times. Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium-duty vehicles on the road doing their job. Take Exit 7 on I-440, 501-568-2185. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. It's Lazy Boy's Black Friday Sale. Enjoy after Christmas relaxation with huge before Christmas savings. Doorbuster Special saving you as much as 50% off on select final markdowns. At these prices, everyone will have a comfy spot to enjoy all those leftovers. Plus, no interest financing for 60 months. Buy now, relax later with Lazy Boy's biggest sale of the year. Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor, Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock, Long live the lazy! Shh! <laughs> Hear that? That's what fun sounds like. Want to know what fun looks like? Then check out Cupid's Lingerie with eight Arkansas locations, including three in Little Rock. Cupid's is a boutique specializing in all things pleasure and play. From lingerie to, well, everything you can imagine and more. Visit shopcupids.com today and treat someone special to something special from Cupid's. Enjoy. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L. Guadney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. They've been in business 60 plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff. Give them a call at 501-982-2102 or make a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. Guadney Chevrolet's annual Black Friday sales event is back. Guadney Chevrolet is going old school Black Friday for 2023. It's been a few years, but this year the doors are opening early at 7 a.m. with breakfast served. Get a variety of new Chevrolets with pre-COVID prices. Guatney's Black Friday sale is not factory authorized. Guatney Chevrolet is offering no payments for 120 days, so that's going to take you into 2024. 2023 Silverado with diesel engine, over $6,500 off. 2024 Silverado starting under $40,000. All 2023 Equinox on the lot, up to $32.50 off. It's Black Friday at Guatney Chevrolet. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Go Hogs! On 1037 The Buzz. It is a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, here on Out of Bounds. John Neighbors, Kyle Sutherland, and for Joe Franklin, as uh, we have a lot of reactions coming in. We're going to try to get to them all, my friends, and try to make it happen, because uh, there's a lot coming in, especially on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, got blown up. I, mean, I was having Wi-Fi issues, but I think we got it all figured out. Uh, but definitely have uh, a lot of those coming in. And uh, a few of these, I want to clarify some. This comes from the 501 on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. I like this. It says, uh, John, can you not perform simple math? If you're expecting to win nine games and you're expecting to average six to seven wins a season, guess what? You're not. You're going to have the occasional four-win season. It's math, dude. Uh, yeah, but that's the problem is I don't expect ever to have a four-win season at Arkansas. It's like averaging six to eight wins to me is not the law of averages. It's that's your range. No less than six, but I expect more often than not on a good solid year to have eight wins. And then on occasion get to that nine and ten. And that includes a bowl game even. Like, I'm not saying that has to be the regular season. But, you know, I've, we keep talking about how Arkansas was in two, 2021. They won nine games. Pretty close to possibly winning ten. You know, they had, a, they had their opportunities. And then last year, they should have gone nine and three, to be honest. I know that's what it could have should have, but they should have. And this year, I don't know what the record should be, but it definitely should not be four and eight. You should always be able to qualify for a bowl at the very least. Yes, that's my point. You should never miss a bowl game at the University of Arkansas as a football program. Very fair point. Ever. And I also to the caller's point talking about with Oklahoma and Texas joining, yes, that's that's a big deal. But also with divisions going away. Yeah, it's going to change a little bit on your scheduling where maybe you won't have to play against Alabama every single year and LSU every single year or Georgia every single year. Like There'll be times where your schedule kind of is a little bit favorable. Maybe you get Vanderbilt and Kentucky and South Carolina and Mississippi State all on the same schedule. not saying that, oh, those are easy wins because you haven't beat them very often now. I'm just saying it's a lot easier to deal with than having to go against the creme de la creme all the time. So it mixes it up a little bit. So you have some opportunities to... Maybe win some games and everything, but yeah, like I think everybody because that's the thing is like this year I was not expecting a national championship team. I was expecting a seven, eight win team, and you didn't get it. You're worse than last year. I would have never dreamed that you'd be a worse team this year than you were last year. 
let me ask you this. So, and I know we got a full cardboard here, but let yeah. me ask you, so you know, let's just say you win the BYU game, you win the Mississippi State game, and then you lost all four of those. Well, so basically, you got two more wins now. You're at the bowl game. So let's say that you are bowl eligible right now. So mm-hmm. we're just kind of speaking a bunch of different things right now. Where would you be with this team? If you again, you get you get the BYU, right? You come out on top of Mississippi State. So if you're six and five right six now, six and five. Yeah, where where would you be? I mean, because that's you, you said seven, eight wins, so yeah. you'd probably be pretty happy going into Mizzou with one. I'd more. be, I'd be satisfied. Yeah. I mean, because I would force talk myself into I Arkansas is going to beat Missouri to get to that seventh win. Right. But I'd be fine, you know, especially if all the other games that you lost were still like one possession games. Mm-hmm. I'd be better about it. Like if you had BYU and Mississippi State right now, I mean, I wouldn't be saying give the man a raise and extension. Right. But th- he's meeting the expectation that I had. I think that is what is. I think that's the positive that I'm looking at for Sam Pittman staying on is that even in 2021, there were a lot of close ones there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the fact that they really did nail the defensive hires. Right. Special teams has really improved. You've got two guys in the top 10 in Cam Little and Max Fletcher, plus Satania top 15 nationally in punt return. I think those right there alone that you could look at even the winning season and say, well, we almost lost a couple of those. <laughs> yeah. That's the positives that I'm looking at. Now, that could be extremely just drinking the Kool-Aid, but that's what I'm trying to take into the offseason right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it as if if you're going to have, which, by the way, just uh, Trey Biddy was talking about it on, a, on Twitter, but it uh, looks like Rocket Sanders has a torn labrum, and uh, Rashad Dabinian has a... Is it a torn meniscus, I guess, or a meniscus Wes injury? Was, Wes was just talking about it as I was coming in, as the as the zone was closing up. I know, I know they're both. It's going to be August they're not playing. Stop. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> yeah, going like, to be August stop for however you pronounce four different ways apparently that uh, Acre had his which, name pronounced. I really liked him watching him on Saturday. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good. I, I want to keep calling him Augustav because it's just like I don't know. If, it's just my childhood and my own memory of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. The the the, the fat kid that was Augustus. Yeah. Saying <laughs> so what I keep saying is like Augustus Augustus Nuke save some more for later. Like that's always what I'm going to go with. But he looked good. He looked good. And that's what's going to be interesting. Is like not only who he hires an offense coordinator, who's on the staff, who's your quarterback? Is KJ coming back or does KJ transfer out? Does KJ stick around? Like, I don't know. You know what about uh, Rocket Sanders? It looks like for this injury is he. Does he stick around? Who transfers out? Like that's this transfer portal has made it so different nowadays. I'd say it's very highly unlikely. Rocket, likely Rocket comes back. A, you got the shelf life yep. that's extremely short on running backs. Something else too. I know he's been away from him for a few years, but he's got a son back he in does. Florida. Yep. So that I just don't see Rocket coming back. I wouldn't either. But I mean, he may just be like, all right, well, I'm not going to get drafted. Yeah. But just try my hand at a free agent deal, something like that. I could, I could totally see that happening. All right, let's try to work through some more of these phone calls. Well, I was going to go to Aaron and Little Rock, but uh, let's try, let's see, Pryor and Little Rock. What's up, Pryor? Hey, guys. How are y'all today? Doing great. How about yourself? Not, good. Hey, I do not understand the woe is me attitude that right before you went to break that the guy had that Arkansas will always be five or six wins. I mean, 10, 12 years ago, Petrino had us in the top five. Yep. So it just shows that under the right conditions, Arkansas can be competitive on a national basis. Yep. I don't, I mean, well, and, and the, uh, guy brought up, well, prior, prior, and the guy brought up Oklahoma and Texas. Yeah. I was What's just, Arkansas's record against Texas since like 2000? I think it's a winning record. I think they've only lost it twice. Is, is it three and two? Yeah, I think, two? yeah, because I think they lost in 2008 and in 2004. And they won three. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the potential is there. And there's no reason for Arkansas to ever be a worse program than Kansas, Kansas State, Tulane, some of these other teams that are sprinkling the top 25. Yeah. Granted, the schedules are different, but they're beating who they have to play. Yeah. And to go to your you're point. You're exactly right. Sorry, go ahead, Brian. I was going to say, John, you're exactly right about. Arkansas should probably win eight games most every year, um, and especially waiting to see what the what the scheduling looks like moving forward after from twenty twenty five and on. Mm-hmm. If Sam goes out and gets a good to great offensive coordinator, how much different would this season have looked like? Oh, it would be completely different. I still believe that if Kendall Bryles say what you want about him, but yeah, you know, would they have gone ten and two? No, but. I guarantee you they would have at least two or three more wins if you still had the Bryles offense with the continuity and the familiarity and the relationships and all that. I, I think you would have scored more than three dadgum points against Mississippi State. 
I mean, shoot. I'd venture to say they were. I'd venture to say they're seven and four. Maybe KB was still here. Maybe, yeah, because and that's the thing where I, anyway. I keep. Yeah, appreciate the phone call, Pryor. Thanks for for calling in. Yeah, uh, and I hate to be this guy, but I'm going to be this guy because Pryor brought it up. It's like, you know, he mentioned Petrino in those years. It's like people like people may want to think that's an anomaly or just a timing thing, which a lot of it has to do with. Yeah, it's 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 football. I mean, look at Missouri this year. Missouri's a good team, but they've had so many close calls that sometimes you just need a little luck on your side. Sometimes it's that way. So my whole thing is, is like at Arkansas, if you have the right guy, you can be successful. It's cliche, and it's an obvious statement. But, you know, if you had somebody to the level of like a Petrino, for instance, we'll use him as an example. If Petrino had this team, I'd feel like they're a better team overall because I believe the issues that they had this year, a lot of them, not the majority of them, fell on the coaching staff, whether it was in-game management whether it was in just hiring the wrong person, because I think Danny Enos was an awful, awful mistake that he made, or bad evaluation of offensive linemen, for instance. Because they got depth, they got bodies, but none of them, none of them have just been able to click. And so, you know, there's a lot that goes into it, and it's a, it, there's a lot of layers to it, but I, I can't, like the past, but last season and this season, Arkansas should have more than just simply 11 wins at this point, in my opinion. And so that's that's what it comes down to is are you living up to that expectation? Are, are you living up to the talent level that you have? Because I don't think Arkansas has been living up to that right now. Uh, let's try to keep it moving and go to uh, David, who's in Cersei. What's up, David? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm glad we went to the commercial break because gave my heart rate a chance to go down <laughs> after that last call before break. Uh, actually, I think Rick, Rick Schaefer should probably schedule the fantasy cruise ship so all those guys, all the six-and-six six happy boys should go on a big trip every summer and enjoy themselves because that's the biggest crock I've ever heard in my life. Uh, anyway, the reason I called, uh, I, I've just been uh, kind of skirting around the real issue that I would like to talk about because I do not like negativity because it's so easy and criticism is the easiest thing we can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's cowardly at times. But let's just tell it like it is. Here's the problem. KJ stayed. They brought in the guy to teach him the uh, uh, pro system. It didn't work out. First of all, there's a lot of uh, pro systems that had better plays than what Enos was calling. And K.J., he soured on it himself. He didn't have enough time, uh, and he hated the system. The Mississippi State game comes along. If they, if the offense had put out 50% effort in that game, we would have won by two touchdowns. They quit on the offensive side of the ball on Coach Enos. I'm not saying that I might not have done the same thing if I had been in their shoes. It is exactly what happened. I couldn't even understand what I was watching when I was watching it. I didn't understand what was happening. And even when Coach Nutt says, KJ, quit, well, that's all I know. I heard it on this station. Hmm. Okay. And then in one instance when the coach, who I dearly like, says, I didn't know what to do. This is the fourth year. You you can't say it out loud. You can think it, but you can't say it out loud. Yeah. Because then we all know you didn't know what to do. And yeah. I'm not saying I'd have known what to do, but I would have made my mind up quickly where you don't waste the time out. And everybody across the country knows you screwed up. Hey, hey, David, man, we appreciate you calling. We got to run. We got a lot of uh, calls to get to and everything, but I appreciate you calling in. Um, you know, as far as uh, the players and quitting on the offense and, and everything, you know, that's stuff that just happens in sports where it's like if you if you don't believe, if, if there's not results coming along with it, uh, it's it's just human nature to do that. I mean, fans give up on teams all the time. You don't think the players, when it's like, man, we don't know what we're doing. Like, no one knows what we're doing out here. Some have already given up on basketball, and it's not Thanksgiving yet. Oh, jeez, yeah, we still haven't even talked about that. Good grief. Luckily, after a three-hour show, we may need to take over drive time with the amount of calls and everything that we're going to have to get into. But... We will continue to get to those calls and your messages and everything. I know it's been a wild one. We're going to continue to have some fun 
here on a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. Minimum purchase required. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid within promotional period. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? Feeling too hot or cold? Fog between the glass. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. If you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive, here's great news. You can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. And right now, you can save $375 off every window and $750 off every door. Just text WALL to 200-300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Text WALL to 200-300 right now to save $375 off every window and $750 off every door. But hurry, these big dollar savings won't last long. Text WALL to 200-300. Don't wait. Text the word WALL to 200-300. Text WALL to 200-300. 300. At Red River Ram Jeep, we're taking $10,000 off Ram HD trucks, all brand new 23 models. And we're taking $10,000 off 23 Jeep Gladiators. And we're taking up to 20% off on all 23 model Renegades in stock. Some people are saying, I gave too much for my vehicle two years ago. Well, we gave too much for these vehicles right now. That's why they're $10,000 off. Check us out at RedRiverRam.com for Arkansas's largest inventory during the Black Friday sales event. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. Bill Bryson calls Thanksgiving the most wonderful holiday, as it remains a pure holiday, largely unsullied by commercialization. It involves no greeting cards, no trees to trim, no decorations to find, no presents to buy. At Thanksgiving, all you do is sit at a table and try to get your stomach into the shape of a beach ball as you watch football. And it gives you an official occasion to give thanks for all those things for which you should be thankful. All of us are blessed beyond what we deserve. Double B's is here when you need a corn dog to give you a break from the turkey. Stop by at one of our 34 Arkansas locations for a snack, drink, or tank of gas. Double B's is thankful for you, my friends. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Do you need rainwater Holton Sexton? Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. It really is just that easy. If you've been injured and need help, it doesn't matter where in Arkansas you are. Just dial 888-8888. We'll come to you. I'm Mike Rainwater of Rainwater Holton Sexton. We have been thankfully serving Arkansans for years, and we appreciate the trust you've put in us. We work hard for you, Arkansas, each and every day. Anywhere in the state, dial 8. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menu and find out how to order your dinner. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn jukebox on 103.7 The Buzz. Out of 
folks, and it's a rainy, chilly day out there. It's it's hunting season. That's hunting weather out there for you. And I know a lot of you did that this past weekend, going to continue to do it this week, especially into the Thanksgiving weekend. So stop by Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart to get all that you will ever need when it comes to everything hunting. they got the big game ladder stand, HD 1.5, now available for just $149.99 as well as the Muddy Outdoors Skybox Deluxe Ladder Stand. That can be yours for only $189.99. And that's not all. They also have a vast selection of deer rifles, high-quality scopes, rifle ammo, and deer scent. Everything you need to bag that buck this hunting season. So check out their store down in Stuttgart. You can also visit them online at maxpw.com. It's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. And take advantage of some of these amazing deals that they have going on right now. And here's the best part. You can enjoy free shipping on orders of $99 or more. So anytime you spend more than that online, it's free shipping right to your door. So be sure to sign up for their newsletter to receive exclusive offers, news, and updates to enhance your hunting experience. The hunt begins right here at Max Prairie Wings, where they're passionate about helping you make this deer season the best one yet. It's Max Prairie Wings, your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. Happy hunting. Again, it is Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services here on Out of Bounds. And we have had plenty of reactions to go around. I mean, our caller board has been lit up. So is our Southern Structural Solutions text line. So is our Asher Record Live fan feedback. So uh, we're trying to get through all of them, folks. So if we can't get to all of you, uh, we're doing our best over here. But it's uh, like Grand Central Station or whatever the term is. But uh, either way, we're making it happen. But let's go back to the phone lines. Brent's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? John, John, John. I am, I am, I am so upset. Now, I can't I imagine so why. Huh? I said I can't imagine why. Well, well, John, let me let me explain something to you. Uh, it just doesn't it just doesn't make any sense to me that uh, uh, Hunter Yurchek comes out and says uh, Sam's are, Sam's are coach, so Hunter's just, so Hunter accepts losing. He accepts. I got to put up with another year of him wearing those stupid Razorback pants and jacket. I can't imagine that. I mean, losing is unacceptable. Then Sam Pittman comes out and right jumps on Bob Holt for asking a question. Sam gets some thick skin. I, I just cannot understand how we get to this point, John. It's unacceptable to me. I mean, we played terrible. Uh, I mean, if we couldn't be Florida International, we shouldn't have been playing. You'll agree with that, correct? Yeah, I will. Uh, I mean, what did what what did that victory accomplish Saturday? It was a W. It's about uh, about it. Uh, that's about it. And I I just can't. I don't. I just don't know how much more of this I can take, John. Yeah. They, they pushed me to the. They pushed me to the brink. Well, hey, Brent, hey, we appreciate you calling in, but I, I feel your pain, man. I, I figured that you would be upset by everything, too. But, uh, man, it's just, it, it's frustrating. I get it. And, you know, your check has put his chips all in on Sam Pittman. He has. And, and you also have to understand, too, that it, it in the big picture, everybody, and I'm not saying that this is Brent's case, I'm just saying in the big picture, everybody's going to look at the football program because, as great as all these other programs are at Arkansas, if you're not doing well in football, then really to ever to the outside world, does it even matter? Yeah. So that's in itself right there. But then I, we had a caller earlier talk about how, yes, you're in a tough spot because you have failed this season. Everybody pretty much agrees with that, that it is a failure. But maybe, though, too, there's not anybody else out there that he and the booster – I do think that there is plenty out – this is just purely my opinion – but I think there's plenty out there that we could probably connect the dots that there may not be a complete agreement with who Juracek may want and who some of the boosters mm-hmm. may want. Yep, because so there's a whole lot of things. Because I also look at it too with the whole whole deal with the situation with Hunter Juracek and Sam Pittman. I look back to when he fired Mike Anderson. Like Hunter Juracek wanted Eric Musselman already. Like he knew he's like if this isn't going to work out with Mike. I got my guy, and I know he'll come here. I know he'll be great. I know that we we either have conversations or whatever. It's like he had confidence in that, and that's why he made. That's why he pulled the trigger on it. And that's what I'm hoping that with Hunter Yurichek, it's like he's keeping all of that kind of in the background, where he's like, I'm not going to pull a trigger on something unless I know for a fact 
that somebody better, much better, is going to come in and be our guy. And this is not shocking, but there's some out there that I've seen just scrolling through the Twitter X machine and all that (laughs) that still believe that just because Juracek released that statement, let's say that Missouri comes in and beats Arkansas by 30, I think that Missouri's going to win. I don't think it's going to be that bad. But if it comes in that t- down to that and that happens, there's some that still believe Pittman could be gone. Mm. So it, I don't. Yeah. I feel like if he's made that statement, it's yeah. Because that would look bad on your check. Right, it look really bad. Forward. But then there's some that still believe that he is not going to be back. So right. it just You're not going to convince anybody of anything. That's true. It, mm-hmm. There's always going to be people on both sides of the fence. But it, it's you know, he's going to go to Sterling real quick. I want to try to fit in Ben you know, and Litterock. So yeah, I guess we're. Uh, Wow. Okay, so the the caller board has been cleared, at least for right now. But I have a feeling once we take the top of the hour update, it's going to come back because we just have a few minutes. But, yeah, uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line uh, from the 501. What time is the guy calling in about NIL? Yeah, I, I had a discussion or at least a thing with somebody on social media that they were saying things about the NIL. I'm saying that like they were spreading lies. But it's like they said some things that they that weren't true about NIL. And I had a, situ- I had a chance to sit down and have sat down with people who are involved in the NIL programs up at the U of A. And I'm not saying I'm an expert in it, but I have a pretty good idea and a full, a pretty good grasp on how NIL goes with the U of A. And so uh, I don't know when he'll call in. He may not call in, but we'll still discuss it because I think there's a lot of questions about it. But uh, he hasn't called in yet. So if you're just tuning in, uh, we haven't gotten to that, uh, to that part. Also from the 870, it says, does Sam Pittman keep his job next year with six wins? I think that is the ultimate question of like, what is the threshold? Like, what is the number? And to me, I'm, no, I, I feel like you got to get to it at least at minimum seven, you know, because it's like you have to make up for almost that lost time that you've had. It depends on. I think that goes back to the question of okay, would you take would you take five wins if one of those five wins was Alabama type deal? How do you get those six wins? Yes, how does it look? Right. How does it look? How does your now? How does your body of work look? Did you win all of the games you were supposed to? But 2024, I certainly believe that there's probably I, I can't remember exactly, but there's definitely probably six wins on there uh, that you would think you could get. Just mm-hmm. like we were talking about a second ago, just like you should be able to get six wins every single year at the University of Arkansas. So, yeah, it just kind of it's how do you get to those six? I think will be the question, which we got a long way until we figure that out. Because I'm trying to think of yeah, next year you got at Oklahoma State and then those four tough home games, and you still got to go to Mississippi State, to Auburn, to Missouri, A and M, and Arlington. Yeah, I mean, it's as of right now. I mean, it's, we don't even know what the team's going to look like right now. I don't see any of those being like surefire wins, but it just depends on what this roster is going to look like. And you had opportunities to beat some of those teams this year, just didn't, didn't. Came up with L's. At the end of the day, that's how you're judged. But it, it's Sam Pittman's the guy next year. That's solidified. It's the way it is. But we appreciate all your reactions anyway. So call or text in if you. Continue to want to get in on the conversation here on Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, 501-661-1037. Uh, we'll get to those, but we'll also talk a little bit about the NIL, because I think it's a pretty fascinating thing, as well as best and worst of the weekend, all coming up next here on Out of Bounds. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care 